0: Bob Stoffer with the Oilers in Calgary. Battle of Alberta tomorrow night. Face-off show at 6.30. Puck drop at 8 o'clock. Jack Michaels and myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Brendan Escott and of course, Cam Moon. is going to drive down tomorrow morning, do a little stuff for Oilers Plus. Uh, we will tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris. Steakhouse 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Roos Chris is the 99th Roos Chris opened in North America. That's the Roos Chris in Edmonton. Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaff at Roos Chris will take care of you. Uh, Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. And then for other uh, game nights, Roos Chris opens at 4 o'clock. Just before we go to Louis uh, DeBrusque, I want to bang off more tax. Lots of texts have come in on... Uh, some of it has to do with uh, the P.K. Subban uh, appearance on... Um on Pat McAfee today, where he basically said McDavids have an unreal season, not, not necessarily believing what the orders are selling on this 12 game uh, winning streak, uh, which is the longest by a Canadian team in NHL history, tying the Montreal Canadiens in 1968. A Montreal Canadiens team, which by the way, that year won the Stanley Cup, even on the athletic uh, they have moved the orders into the top five best teams in the NHL. Uh, Dom, Luce, Sishin uh, does great work on that stuff. Uh, JP said, Bob, you said Calgary's not as tough as they were a couple years ago. Don't underestimate the Flames. I think Calgary is completely capable of winning the game. My point is, a year ago, they had Milan Lucic and Nikita Zadorov on their defense. They no longer do. Uh Bob, who cares what PK Subban has to say? Well, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting that he felt compelled to say that. Uh, Craig says, Bob, the Calgary Flames are not tough. I think I can take them, says Craig. Well, must be a pretty tough guy. I don't know. Uh, another texter says, Bob, P.K. Subban has no idea. It's a team effort, and we're getting depth scoring and better defense and really good goaltending. Bob, is seeing what Olivier Rodrigue can do as a possibility this season? Last I saw, he was looking pretty solid. I think that's a valid point. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't have the solution for you in goal beyond Stuart Skinner. I will tell you, I think Skinner is going to start tomorrow night against the Flames. I think it's almost guaranteed that Kelvin Pickard starts Tuesday against Columbus, who, by the way, lost Spencer Martin on waivers today. Uh, this text comes in from Glenn. He says, Bob, I worry about the streak, not because they're a good team, because this is the battle of Alberta. It's just what our teams do to each other. Let's give them hell and keep this thing rolling. It's a, been a crazy train, says Glenn. Well, it, it has been a good go for the Edmonton Oilers. No question about it. So keep uh, texting us on the Ashley Five Floors text line 780 496 0063. Is this more than one player? Is this more than Connor? I think anybody that's watching it in Edmonton on a nightly basis realizes. I mean, Connor McDavid on this 12 game winning streak has got a point and a half per game. It's not like he's putting up two points per game, which he has for 10 and 12 games at a time during his NHL career. As promised, uh, we're going to get uh, full disclosure Because we won't BS you on the show uh, It is time to get to our weekly interview For Cam and Lauren and the team at GCL Diesel Sportsnet color analyst Louis Debrus, GCL Diesel Providing service, genuine diesel parts And turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years Visit gcldiesel.com Here we go Louis, 12 straight wins for the Edmonton Oilers How are they getting this done right now?
1: by committee. You know, it's it's impressive. You know, you and I have talked about this at length. It's kind of taken on its own life, and I know it's the talk of the NHL right now. They're they're breaking records. They're tied down with the Montreal Canadiens from the late 60s and a win streak for a Canadian team. I mean, all of that, they've been able to park that in the back burner and just concentrate on the task at hand, which is the next game, and um, I think that's how they've done it, to be honest with you. They've just really buckled down and made sure they've, they've put their attention to where it needs to be, the concentration on that game, that shift, that period, and there a team right now that is finding ways to win where they weren't at the start of the year, but it's it's good to see a team kind of come together and play a confident brand of hockey that they believe in, and
0: it's been exciting to watch, I'll tell you that. In order to have success for a sustained amount of time in hockey, you got to be able to defend. It's that simple. And the orders have now structured process in their game, and we're sitting here, and how many games have been played since Christmas? Ten. Mm-hmm. And they haven't given up more than two goals against in any of those games. So even when they're falling behind 2-0 early in games, like in uh, Los Angeles or at home against Seattle where they're down 2 nothing, or against Toronto, no. down 2-0. Two games. They're finding ways to, to rally and part of it is, and Stuart Skinner's not giving up the third one, but the others are also limiting some of the chances as game's wear on. You know, it's amazing. The, the most offensive team in the league last year set a
1: record for a power play that stood the test of time, but this is a team that's really buckled down the defensive side of things and I think you're seeing a real culture change and an identity change from this team and it starts with the top players. It starts with Connor. It starts with Leon. It starts with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The back end you know Darnell Nurse, Matthias Ekholm you know Evan Bouchard who's climbed up and is playing the most for this team ice time um, or at least had for a couple of games he surpassed Darnell Nurse in in the amount that he was playing in those games on average throughout the year but you know I I look down the lineup and this is a team that I said before believes in their system. Believes in the way they play and you can tell. You can tell by the way they're following up each other in shifts when one line goes out there and has a dominating shift where they hem a line in and they play the right way the next line out wants to do the same thing and wants to be better than that line and that's just a sign of a good team that can really roll on a team and push them back and not allow them to have great chances especially when they have the lead and especially when they're chasing the game down by say one goal or two goals they're not given that next goal against and that is winning hockey simple as that. Louie
0: Russ joining us for GCL Diesel Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Warren Fogle played for Chris Stablock, uh for the Erie Otters and in 2017 he won the Wayne Gretzky 99 award for playoff MVP for Erie that year when they won the OHL championship and he played right wing. Chris looked at where he was contributing from, where he had a greater uh, success ratio from and he's moved him over to right wing and Warren Fogle right now is producing on the level of a second line, a good second line offensive right winger. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts specific on maybe a guy that we weren't sure as to what he was going to provide
1: you're right and it was a big year for it is still a big year for Warren and I think he came in number one healthy number two ready for this season and you know, you look at the start of the year it didn't quite take off for him but he stuck with it he stuck with the program he he, he stayed confident he stayed working hard and he's a big guy that has speed um, he's tenacious on the forward check and if you look at this team and you know I asked Connor this the other day when you look at challenging one on one by forwards in this team the Edmonton Oilers team Connor leads number one for sure and then number two and three in my opinion are Zach Hyman, who's been tenacious this year and relentless in attacking the net and Warren Fogle. Warren Fogle has been excellent at transporting the puck through the neutral zone, attacking defensemen down low, from the corners, from behind the net. He's utilizing that size and you can almost see the confidence really starting to grow in his game. There, there, it's not a swagger, but it's it's a confidence in the sense that he's like, okay, I'm starting to get reward for playing the right way um, and, and it's, it's a great sign because they need it. They need it right now. The chemistry between him him, Dreisaitl especially, McLeod was on that line for a few games, you saw Evander Kane slip in there for the last couple, and he's done a nice job, they had a real good game against the Seattle Kraken, and I think that that line's going to be together if they can continue to play the way they did,
0: generate chances, but at the same time, not be a liability defensively. Alright, so the owner sent Dylan Holloway down, and the original theory was maybe he was only going to play six games down there, well two games ended up getting called off due to a flood in the San Diego Arena. It is entirely possible, Louie. That uh, Dylan Holloway is in the lineup tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see if there's a recall coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, how could he potentially? I mean, I think the owners have got it. In my in my world, I see Dylan Holloway, Philip Roberg, and potentially Raphael Wall. All is certainly the first two on the team mm-hmm. next year. But how could Dylan maybe change the complexion if he is indeed a recall here over the next 24 hours?
1: Well, I got a lot of time for Dylan, and I, and I think he's another one of those young kids that has put the work in. He's a specimen. You know, you look at him; he's he's carved out a granite. He's a big kid. Skates really well fast. Uh, maybe the hands haven't caught up to the feet yet. You know That's that's usually something that young players have to deal with, especially at the speed of the National Hockey League, but he's been able to skate at this level, and right before he got hurt in each of the last two years, um, he was starting to take off. Yeah. He was starting to find a stride, so I think you're going to see a player come up here that's hungry. I think you're going to see a physical player. I think he can add that element right away. He's one of the most physical players on the team. Is finishing checks, and because of that size and speed he's going to create opportunities because of it uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him again because I think he's just had a real bad beat for two years in a row and he hasn't been able to get on track and really kind of dig into the NHL and see what he can do with a little bit of confidence with his hands catching up and finding that 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 right balance of you know when to make a high risk play when not to make a high risk play but also the individuality of saying hey I'm good enough to take this puck to the net myself we just talked about Warren Fogle and I see some similarities there with Dylan Holloway. Big robust guy, a little more physical, and obviously a higher pick than Warren, but at the same time can bring those dimensions to the table, which to me is
0: another middle six forward position that could be eaten up by a young player. Holloway had two goals, four points in four games, played center, not at all around the possibility that his first uh, start here would be center. In the Battle of Alberta, last time these two teams played, was in the Heritage Classic, and the Oilers dominated that game five-on-five. Calgary had won four straight games before last night against Toronto. What do you expect out of the Flames right now?
1: They're a different team, too. I know we talk a lot, obviously, about Edmonton and how they've been able to turn their season around. I think the Flames have kind of dug in, too, a little bit. And... They've kind of settled into what they are. You know, I think there was a little bit of an adjustment there. Obviously, a coaching change similar to Edmonton. They had to kind of overcome that. You're seeing players. Blake Coleman right now is having a career year. He's off to a great start. But you're seeing guys put in different situations, and it's starting to click. This will be a different game. It's always a battle when the two teams meet, no pun intended. It's it's always a tight, hard-fought game. Usually, someone will break out and have that kind of game every once in a while. But for the most part, the games have been, as they should be, Battles of Alberta and I expect tomorrow night to be exactly the same.
0: So there's uh, father's trips, there's mother's trips, then there's siblings and friends trips, and that's what we got going on here. So the owners are going to have a little bit of extra support, yeah. but does that put greater pressure on the players also? Hey, they don't want to let the, <laughs> the, you know, they got to look at some people in the eyes here. You've been on dad's trips yeah. with the Boston Bruins. You you, you missed out, man. Mm-hmm. You are born 25 too, two years too late. You could have experienced all this stuff. Yeah. But what do you think, like, just in terms of, it's going to get the juices going a little, doesn't it? I think it does. I think if you look at the records of teams that are usually on dads, moms,
1: and now siblings trips, which which is an awesome thing, by the way. I know Kate Doyle is the one that uh, I talked to her last year about the siblings trip in Boston. And you know, My daughter, Jordan, if you think about the siblings of these players and what they've had to do and kind of follow them around throughout their career, and a lot of times when they're younger, they're in the car going on those road trips because they're not getting left at home. Um, They've been a major part of every single player in the National Hockey League's journey to get there. I think it's an amazing trip, and I do think it will add life to To Edmonton, you can see the smiles on the faces. They were excited to have people around them that that have been involved in their life, whether it be a sibling, a friend, a mentor. Um, for me, I uh, I think they're going to have a little extra juice because of it, and I, I think that's why teams are adopting
0: that and taking this on more often. All right, and final question for you personally, Louis Russ for GCL Diesel. We know the role you had and you played in a different time. The Battle of Alberta back then, of course, the Odors and the Flames were dominant organizations mm-hmm. in the league throughout the, you know 1983 to 19. 19- Nineteen ninety, every year the Western Conference uh, representative was either Edmonton or Calgary. Calgary won one cup, the others winning five. What was it like? For you coming in that Battle of Alberta back in the day,
1: yeah, it's it, it really does take on a life of its own. It's a you know it's a unique situation, but you're introduced to it right away. You hear about it right away when you come on board. Obviously, as a player growing up, you you saw the battles of Alberta when I before I came to Edmonton. But then when you actually live it, it's it's incredible. It really is incredible how passionate both fan bases are, respectively, for their teams as they should be, and that's what makes it what it is. They absolutely despise the other. And it's the only way to be. And on the ice, you know, we've seen some great games. We've seen brawls. We've seen bench-clearing brawls. We've seen great goals, amazing hockey. Um, They got to play each other a couple years ago in the playoffs, which was incredible to see a battle of Alberta in the playoffs once again. It just, what I think, when you start to have those playoff series battles, it just ignites the regular season even more, and that carries
0: over. 5.47 in Edmonton, that is Louis Dabrowski, joins us weekly for GCL Diesel, providing service, genuine diesel parts, and turbocharges at great prices for over 50 years. Visit gcldiesel.com. You can join us with New West Travel on an exclusive road trip to Dallas this April to watch the Oilers play the stars. We already sold out Nashville at the start of the year. Oilers got the win. Sold out Montreal last week weather got the win. Head to Big D in Dallas in April. This new West travel package includes airfare, four-nights deluxe hotel, great game tickets. We'll have a reception for you in Edmonton and in the Lone Star State. Complete your trip with an optional AT&T Stadium Tour and a National League Baseball game as well. Everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. Reach out to newwesttravel.com or visit them at newwesttravel.com. When we return, the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown, and we will go to game day lineup for McGuire Financial. It's 549 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Richard has Texas and the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 551 in Edmonton. He says, Bob, this is no longer a winning streak. It's become an a winner's party that celebrates this team every couple of hours, every other day. Because from start to finish, it's just so much fun watching them play. I'm yelling and screaming and dancing all over the living room. That one comes to us from Richard. Mr. C says, Bob, the Oilers need to help out Stuart Skinner. Skinner's playing all the time. He's gonna tire out or get hurt. Uh, It will hurt the Oilers come playoff time. There's not many goalies that can play 90% of the games being great or not getting injured. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Penner's Pancakes is Texas on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Love that handle. With trade deadline approaching, what realistically do you see the orders doing? And how many moves can you see the orders anticipate? Two. I see Edmonton making two. I see Edmonton trying to make... An addition in their top nine, either a second-line right wing or third-line center. One of those two things. And I see Edmonton adding either a fourth-line center or a potential number seven veteran defenseman. Not sure what's going to happen in goal. Just got to be honest with you. Don't know. Maybe throw. Don't also want to over-promise and under-deliver because I have absolutely zero input or impact upon it. So there you go. I'll say two. That's what I'm going to go with. That's what I'm going to stick with. we got to take care of a little bit of business here at 553 in oil country as we go to our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Stick handle your way to financial success for a free financial consultation. Visit mcguirefinancial.ca So, uh, last night, uh, the Oilers rolled with Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, and Zach Hyman. Hyman scoring his team-leading twenty six goal with David on a 12-game point streak, 5 goals and 18 points. Leon Dreisaitl had a goal and 3 assists. He's up to 22 goals and 50 points this year. He was with Evander Kane and Warren Fogel, Ryan McLeod, and Matias Cianmark with Derek Ryan. Those three lines are going to play together. Again, do not be surprised if Dylan Holloway ends up getting recalled. That is not a round of possibility, and I think he plays and I think he plays center when he comes up, so I'll have to wait and see on the fourth line. The D, I don't see any changes. home with Bouchard, though they were not great last night. They had some tough moments in that game against Seattle. Nurse and CeCe, both plus nine on the season. And then Kulak and Darnay, who have very good analytics for third-pairing defensemen. I see Stuart Skinner starting in goal for the Edmonton Oilers, who have moved into the top 12 in goals against and so the top 12 in penalty killing. Which is crazy if you think about the fact that about nine weeks ago, uh, in the second week of November, they were 30th and 31st in penalty killing and goals against. Now, what about the Calgary Flames, you ask? Pretty sure their top two lines are going to be as follows. Elias Lindholm, what becomes of him? Does he end up becoming a uh, preeminent uh, UFA that gets moved at the deadline uh, He was with Huberto and Sharon Sharangovich who scored four goals in the last two games for Calgary Backland with Mangia Pani and Blake Coleman Coleman's having a wonderful season on Hockey Day in Canada tomorrow night uh, He will be there after-hours guest Nazem Kadri was with Zeri and Martin Pospisil yesterday Pospisil did not finish the game He's apparently going to be out a little while Ruzicka with A.J. Greer and Dylan Dubé on defense, Mackenzie Weegars had a very good season. Strong tandem with Rasmus Anderson. They got Noah Hannifin with Chris Tanev. What happens to both of those defenders? Oilers got to find a way to get to the third pairing. With all due respect to Jordan Osterley, the former Oiler, and Nick Desimone, and uh, we're gonna we may as well because it's part of the storyline coming up here uh, tomorrow night and when the Oilers take on the Calgary Flames for. James H. Brown, injury lawyers, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, proud supporters James H. Brown of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, and the University of Alberta Golden Bears. 250 plus years of experience James H. Brown. They get you the best results. It's that simple. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's where we mentioned to you that Jacob Markstrom is day-to-day with an injury right now, so he is not expected to play tomorrow night. The Flames, by the way, did not practice tonight. Uh, Oliver Shillington, not available, of course, He's been dealing with an off-ice issue for the last two seasons. And Dennis Gilbert is on IR at this time for the Calgary Flames. Again, they did not skate today. 5.56 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Thomas Dias is coming up today at Um... (laughs) 6.05. But again, you could... uh... Bob, oh, this text comes in. Bob, could you consider muting uh, your microphone when you suck the excess saliva out of your mouth? It's not pleasant to listen to constantly. Well, thank you for that. Is that what you mean? Uh, Again, here's the thing. We're doing it on a reported app. It picks up everything. It is not a normal headset or mic. But don't worry, I do that sometimes even when I'm in studio as well because that's just the way it rolls. This texter says, I'd also like to add on the Holloway conversation, not saying he has heart trophy potential, but the way he plays actually reminds me a bit of a young Taylor Hall. Uh, But Hollywood is even more physical. Huge fan of this player and seeing him at centers is a very exciting idea. There's still a distinct possibility possibility that Dylan Holloway ultimately ends up on left wing. But... There you go. Uh, you're not being an asset for texting me and, and saying, "Hey, Bob, watch this live." And just so you know, it's 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 not lost to me. It's not the ideal situation. This is how we roll. When you're doing a show and you're over the app, and uh, we'll continue to fine tune it. It's a it's a good thing. By the way, I do appreciate everybody that podcasts the show. Uh, I that's that's actually how I air check the show. I have a individual that air checks the show for me. That is with another radio cluster uh, that provides you with feedback as well. But uh, for all the people that take time uh, to podcast, I know Brendan and Kellen would do a real good job getting those podcasts to us as soon as possible. Kelvin Pickard, interesting. Bruce Kerlock, who watches a lot of things for Oilers Nation, is a Calgary-based businessman, uh, but is up and down the highway. Um, He put something out on Twitter today with Spencer Martin getting claimed. Does Kelvin Pickard get claimed? I mean, what do you really have with the backup goalies or the number three organizational goalies in the league? How much better is one guy over the other? That's that's an interesting point. Because Pickard on the season is four and two, at two point six nine goals against average nine oh two save percentage. By the way, Stuart Skinner is now at a plus zero point three goals saved above expectation. At one time this year he was double digit negative. He was at o- over minus 10, so he's come a long way. As I mentioned, Thomas Dias has a global news weather traffic update. Uh, hoping to hook up with George LaRock for Conlin Motorsports when we come back in orders now.